At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a shit. Silencing critics, eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. We're golf teachers, Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth, here's our dude, you're listening to Haney, listening to Haney. There was a lot of talk this last weekend at the Phoenix Open, the Waste Management Phoenix Open, about players being back, Uh, Brooks Koepka uh, being back in the winner's circle, Uh, a lot of talk on uh, Saturday and even Sunday about uh, Jordan Spieth being back. And I just want to look at three players today that I've been watching on the PGA Tour that I'm kind of watching to see if and when they are going to come back. The two of them I just mentioned, uh, Jordan Spieth and Brooks Kepka. And then the third one would be Ricky Fowler. Now, these are, these are three well-known top players, uh, Kepka and Jordan Spieth have been number one in the world. Ricky Fowler has been a top 10 player. Uh, all of them have uh, fallen off, you know, uh, until recently, until Kepka winning and uh, Jordan Spieth uh, getting that tie for fourth at Phoenix. They've been headed in the wrong direction. Now, Kepka was. 13th in the world before his win at Phoenix. Uh, he, he won and only moved up to 12th, which was kind of surprising. But uh, in that world ranking system, there's a you know deal where they take points off and add points on. And, uh, you, you know, you, you got to do well over a period of time. It's a two-year running total and so on and so forth. But anyway, Kepka has gone from 13th to 12th. Uh, Ricky Fowler is sitting at 63rd right now in the world rankings. He actually dropped a spot, missed a cut at Phoenix, dropped a spot. And uh, Jordan Spieth, with his tie for fourth, uh, he has moved up to 69th in the in the world. And a lot of people were really uh, high on uh, Spieth's performance. Uh, it was, you know, obviously good. But uh, Kepka was the one that picked up the victory. So let, let's 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 start with Brooks Kepka. And uh, I, I talked a, a lot about him uh, after his his win uh, in the podcast I did uh, recapping the the Phoenix Open. 
But Kepka is clearly uh, a confident player. He talked after the tournament, and, and even after the third round, he talked about how well he felt like he'd been playing. And this is coming from somebody who'd missed three cuts in a row. He'd missed the cut, uh, the three tournaments that he'd played prior to the Phoenix. So it's amazing how that works out sometimes, how, how guys can do that, how guys can just, you know, miscut, miscut, and then all of a sudden they're, they're on their game. Uh, but uh, Kepka said he felt like it was coming around. Said he's he's healthy. Uh, talked about you know, some dark times mentally, which leads you to believe that uh, the knee injury was pretty severe. And uh, you know he didn't know if he was going to maybe ever get it right. Uh, I, don't, I, I guess that's what he's alluding to with dark times. But he's back and he's he's rolling. Picked up his eighth win at, at Phoenix. Um, statistically. He had a, a really, really good performance. I mean, Kepka is one of those players that, that you look at, and and uh, it, it's in some ways hard to really look at his statistics and say, "Geez, you know, he's he, he's uh, you know a four time major champion." I mean, it's just it's just hard to, to figure. I mean, I, I I'll give you some examples. I mean, usually I look at the the strokes gained tee to green statistic as a pretty much of a telltale sign. I mean, if you look at Dustin Johnson, you look at John Rahm, you look at Justin Thomas, you look at Shoffley. I mean, those are the top four players in the World Golf Rankings. Uh, you look at those players, uh, Kyle Morikawa, uh, Roy McIlroy, DeChambeau, uh, Webb Simpson, Patrick Reed. I mean, for the most part, I mean, you you got to get pretty much all the way to Patrick Reed at 10 before you find somebody that is not, uh, top ten strokes gained tee to green. I mean that just that's just where they are, and they're, and they're they're pretty darn consistently. Now, Brooks Kepka was. Uh, I'm going to give you some some stats here. 2018, he was uh, 19th strokes gained tee to green. 2019, he was 12th strokes gained tee to green. Then he was 30th in 2020. And uh, this year, 2021, so far he's 22nd. So he's trending in the you know in, in the right direction. 30th though, at 2020 was you know not not great. But even when he was dominating, you know, majors at least. I mean, because he was, uh, you know, he, well, he wasn't a top 10 strokes gained tee to green player. Now we all know that he doesn't play as good in regular PGA Tour events as he as he did in majors. But some other statistics that I always thought were interesting were, were his putting stats. I mean, uh, 2018, 68th in putting. 2019, 48th in putting. Uh, 2020, 144th in putting. I mean, he just you know a lot of and, and a lot of three putts. Uh, three years in a 156th, 123rd, 139th. That's 2018 through 2020 in three putt avoidance. He, he three putts a lot, and of course. You know, in, in my mind, uh, you know, the, the Masters is the one that sticks out when uh, Tiger won and Kepka had uh, six three putts. I mean, that's, you know, lost by shot. That was a, that's such a coulda, woulda, shoulda. You know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure he felt like that was 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 his tournament, but but he does intends to three putt a lot. But this year, his statistics are getting better. He was great at Phoenix, number one, strokes gained tee to green, 18th in putting. Uh, and, and hit 16 greens the last round when he shoots 65 wins the tournament when other players were struggling, but but it, more than that, uh, he, he didn't just hit 16 greens. He hit the uh, three par fives, which they have at, at at TPC Scott. So he hit all three and two. Incredible shot into the 15th hole, the island green hole. Great drive, great second shot uh, in there for for eagle. Missed eagle, but but made the 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 uh, the birdie. And then he ended up making the eagle on 17 where he, where he chipped in. But that was a great ball. So, you know, you hit 16 greens, hit three par fives and two. That's a great ball striking day. When you finish the tournament, number one, strokes gain tee to green. That is is incredibly good performance. I mean, there's no no two ways about that. And he's, he's definitely uh, trending in the right direction. The one statistic I see with Kepka that is, you know, a, a very good sign – Besides the the great ball striking week he had at Phoenix, uh, is that he for the year is is 16th strokes gained putting, and that is that that that's a great stat. I mean that that's you know you look at 
uh, Dustin Johnson, John Rahm, Justin Thomas, uh, Shoffley, uh, Colin Morikawa, McElroy. Um, you know, none of those players uh, are are that good in putting. I mean, you'd have to get you'd have to probably look at Webb Simpson. I mean, Deschambeau's improved a lot of putting, but uh, even Patrick Reed is is probably not quite in that that area. So, so that puts Kepka, who's twelfth in the world. I mean, really as the person, if you take the top 12 players in the world, probably the person that's putting the best statistically uh, through the, you know, the, the, you know, 2021 season, which starts with the wraparound season would be um, Brooks Kepka. So that putter is, has turned around and that's a, that's a great sign for him. So I, so when, when I look and say, uh, is Kepka back? Absolutely. I mean, he's a, he's a player that, uh, is a, a confident player. Uh, sometimes I look at his statistics and, and you know, wonder how he, he does it at the major championships, but obviously he's a major championship player. He's a, a tough, tough, tough competitor. Uh, the, the shots he hit at Phoenix, I mean, that the shot he hit at 15, I mean, that well, the tee shot, but then the second shot, you know, pin on the the front of the green, but you got to land it in there, and he lands that that iron shot in there, just beautiful. I mean, trouble all over the place, water. Uh, hit an incredible shot in there, the chip on 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 seventeen. I mean, that was a hard shot, and that thing was just like looked like it was in. You know, as soon as it landed, that was just a great shot. The bomb of the drive on eighteen. And left, he didn't, didn't hit the greatest wedge in there. But you know, when you hit it down there that far, how bad can you hit the second shot? And he, he hit, a, hit up, you know, good enough to to win the the tournament, get up there and and, and two putts. So Kepka, I think, just with what he's done uh, so far in this uh, Phoenix Open, I mean, that's just it. I mean, all of a sudden now he's he's on the radar for the for the majors, and we all know that he's uh, a tough major championship player. I think he's 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 good at Augusta. Uh, he's, well, I know he's good at Augusta and he's definitely good at, at, at you know, PGA championship. It'll be, you know, that's a, uh, Keough Island will be a great course for him. Uh, so things are lining up pretty good. I mean, I, I would say, uh, Kepka is definitely back. You would, I would definitely put him in the, the back category. So we'll get to, we'll get to, uh, uh, Ricky Fowler next. Let me, let me, I'm going to, I'm going to give you my analysis of that, but we'll take a break first. Uh, hear from our sponsors, including uh, Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. So make sure you've heard me talk about this. This is the product that I uh, think is the best. If you've ever used a pain relief cream before, I'm telling you, this product is better than any of them. You need to try it out. You can get a free two-week supply at VoodooPainRelief.com. Uh, if you've got arthritis pain, back, shoulder, hip, knee, I don't know, elbow, wrist, whatever it is, hands, uh, try Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Get a free two-week supply at VoodooPainRelief.com, and you will be thanking me. I, 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 I promise you. I promise you. Try the product out if you haven't already. All right, we'll be right back. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. 
This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Now, let me go into Ricky Fowler. Uh, this is, you know, interesting uh, study. Ricky Fowler currently is 63rd in the world. Now, he has, you know, been working on a swing change for, I think, uh, close to a year, if not a year, uh, has not been doing a great uh, from the indications I get. And I know, you know, I know my friend Tommy Armour the third has played with Ricky Fowler out in Las Vegas and said he's, he's practicing hard, playing hard. Uh, I've been a big fan of Ricky Fowler. Uh, I, I've, Played with them before. I, I, I think he's immensely talented. He's a great, great uh, guy. Uh, somebody I cheer for, and um, you know, I, 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 I watch his, I watch his game. He is not going great. I mean, there's just, there's just no two ways about it. I mean, uh, let's look at recent tournaments. Phoenix miscut. Farmers Insurance tie for 53rd. American Express tie for 21st. Miscut at Mayacoba. Uh, Masters to T29. Zozo T57. CJ Cup T28. Miscut at Vegas. U.S. Open T49. I mean, not, not great. 2020, 14 events, six miscuts, only had two top 10s. His last top 10. Uh, that he's had was the 2020 American Express. So that's been a year ago. He hadn't had a top 10 in a year. And this is somebody who, you know, when when you, I mean, he's a, a, a you know, he's on the task force because they expected him to be like a Ryder Cup player for the rest of his life, the rest of his career. And, you know, he's President's Cup player. I mean, he, he Ricky Fowler is a, you know, he's. This is an incredible drop for him to drop to 63rd in the in the world. Now, uh, I'm sure his bank account's not hurting. He's one of the most popular players uh, on tour. Makes a lot of money off the course, but uh, his golf game, you know, not. Uh, it, it hadn't been good. Now, uh, what's the problem? Okay, and will he turn it around? One of the things that I've always said about when when people have you know different looking golf swings is you have to be really really uh, cognizant of the fact that when you make changes you know things could get out of whack could get out of balance and what I mean by that is is that when when anybody swings a golf club they're going to have mistakes in their swing there's nobody that has a perfect swing I don't care. You can pick any swing you like. I mean, Adam Scott, Rory Mack, pick your, you know, whatever your favorite swing is. Nobody is mistake free technically in their, in their swing. There's always something that could be better. There's something that they do that needs to be compensated for in another, in another way. And the reason they hit great shots is because 
things balance out. So, so if in a perfect world you had zero mistakes in your swing, uh, you would do great if you had zero mistakes, but nobody has that. So, so how do you do good? You, you, you have an even number of mistakes. Uh, maybe you do a little bit of this and then you do a little bit of that. And those two things make up for one another and counteract one another and everything works out great. The problem you have is if you don't have an even number of mistakes, in other words, you don't have two, four, six mistakes, whatever, three going one way, three going the other way, uh, compensating, give an example, maybe you're a, a little upright in your swing, uh, might cause you to miss shots to the right, but maybe you got a little stronger grip. Those two things compensate one another. You hit, you, you know, you hit great shots, no problem. But if you get in a situation where you've got an odd number of mistakes, uh, one, three, five, seven, whatever, uh, you got some mistake and something else isn't compensating for it, then you then you have issues. Then then you've got issues, and this is the problem when you change somebody's swing who's not you know, quite uh, pitcher-perfect orthodox. Ricky Fowler's not not that, hasn't been that. Always had the club kind of uh, laid off uh, at the top and starting down. And, and frankly, I always liked his swing, but people will look at it and say, oh, you know, your, your club's a little laid off and you'd be better off if your club wasn't laid off. Well, you might be closer to quote-unquote textbook swing, but you might be farther away from really being able to play great golf, and especially if that's not how you've always swung. And I always thought one of the the, the greatest attributes that Butch Harmon uh, had as a coach, and Butch Harmon is the, the best coach that's that's ever coached professional golf. I mean, it's not even close. And, and all you have to, you know, is forget about, you know, that's not just my opinion. It's 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 the record. The record tells you that. And one of the things that he's always been great at doing is getting the most out of players and not messing with the balance. He 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 knows how to put things in balance and and not take things out of balance. And you know he he's done done that through the years with a lot of players. I mean I you know Fred Couples and Dustin Johnson and Ricky Fowler when he was coaching him. I mean they're not textbook looking swings that there's there's idiosyncrasies in their swings that a lot of people look at and say oh you should change this and you'd be even better but you could change that and you could be worse so so this is the problem that i've had with ricky fowler making the changes now when i look at his because he doesn't work with butch Harmon anymore so he's he, he you know now he's he's going to somebody new and you know and, and the swing looks better I, granted i think his swing looks better but he doesn't play as good. Now his ball striking, maybe maybe it's coming around. I don't know. Uh, at at uh, Phoenix, he missed a cut, but he hit 13 greens the, the first uh, day, uh, eight fairways out of 14. You know, not you know terrible uh, by any stretch. Hit 16 greens the second day and uh, uh, 10 fairways the second day. Shoot 68 the second day. The, the, the problem is, I mean, that doesn't, you know, you could hit 16 greens and be, you know, 50 feet from the hole on every hole, and that, that wouldn't be great. And, in fact, he did not putt good. He did not putt good at, at Phoenix, 125th. That That's the real statistic. Like, when you look at his statistics, there's a few things that, that stand out. Um, first off, uh, Ricky Fowler, uh, strokes gained tee to green, uh, yeah, well, let me I'll give you some, some years. 2019, 47th. 2020, 49th. 2021, 66th. Those, that's not, those aren't good statistics. They're trending in the wrong way. Uh, you know, people would, for a while there, they said, Ricky Fowler, you know, he's going to win a major. He's the best best player not to win a major. Not now with those statistics, you're not. You're not even close. I mean, the best player not to win a major is uh, is John Rahm, and that's not even close. And then you could, you know, put some other guys up there too, like Shoffley, and, uh, but but you don't put, uh, you know, you, you, you don't put Ricky Fowler in that category. Not 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 even, even close. I mean, I'd go, uh, you could go Rahm, you could go Shoffley, uh, you could go Hatton. I mean, he's fifth in the world right now. Uh, you could go, uh, Cantley, I mean, 11th in the world. I mean, you could, you know, uh, 
uh, Victor Hovland, 13th in the world. Uh, Tony Finau, I mean, he's 14th in the world. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Berger, 15th in the world. I mean, uh, Sunjay M, 16th in the world. Casey, 17th in the world. Matthew Wolf, 18th in the world. None of these guys. Harris Singley's 20th in the world. You go, go down the list. None of these guys have won a major. Tom, uh, Fitzpatrick, 20th. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood, 21st. I mean, Hideki Matsuyama, 22nd. So, so Ricky Fowler's not even sniffing. Uh, you know, the best player to to not not win a major. I, I don't care how many backdoor uh, top tens he's had at majors or whatever. It, it, it just I, I go by, you know, in golf, it's just it's you're about as good as your last shot, really. Um, and his statistics are not and haven't been as great as what you know, people, you know, consider him, him to be. But having said that, I still, I believe he's a talented player and he, and he's somebody that you look at and I mean, he has won the players championship and uh, you know, that's a, that's a big one. It's a, it's a tough one to win. Here's a, the, a couple of things that stand out though, statistically with Ricky Fowler, you know, one thing you always hear on, on TV, whenever they show Ricky Fowler and he's hitting a putt and they'll talk about how great a putter he is. And I, you know, I always like, like to, you know, do a fact check on all this stuff, but they always talk about how great a putter he is. He's such a great putter. Uh, you know, da 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 da. da. You know, look at that stroke and da, da da da. You know, this and that. And he has been. I mean, he's he's been a a very good putter. But 2018, he was 43rd in putting. I mean, I you know that's good. It's not. I wouldn't you know, like go raving about that though. I mean, that's not like you know ridiculous. Third thirteenth in 2018. Okay, that's you know that's even better. But you know, you're not. That's not top ten. Uh, 2020, 60th in putting. Okay, so far this year, 2021, 199th. Now, why? How, what? How could that be? Well, I mean, what's changed in his stroke? I mean, I, I mean, could be he's spending so much time working on his full swing, he's neglected his short game, his putting, not putting in the time. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I just don't know how, uh, you know, a a player can go from. 43rd, 13th, 60th to 199th in putting, unless you're in a, a just a bad, bad slump. But, you know, it's, it's that's that's an issue. But it's not just that. It's the ball striking too. 148th strokes gained approach shot to the green. Um, you know, 62nd around the green. You know, like his short game has typically been, you know, a, a little bit better than that. But, um, boy. I mean, 70th in driving distance, that's, you know, there's nothing statistically that makes you 212th in sand proximity so far uh, this year. Nothing that makes you look at Ricky Fowler and think that, um, you know, he's he's back. I mean, his, you know, it could turn around and he could have that that great one week. But uh, I would say right now, um, you know, he's, uh, you know, He's got a ways to go. There's no no two ways about that. And I'm you know I'm sure he's you know he's I'm sure he's getting impatient a little bit because he he he's not getting the results, seeing the results that uh, that he he probably believes he should get. And based on history, he's he 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 should get better results. But you know, the first thing you got to do is you got to start hitting some good shots, and you got to these statistics have to get better. Uh, in order for you to have a chance to get, or you just get that one week where you put everything together and you get a little bit of a, you know, a smoke and mirrors you put on them, and then you, you know, you you think you're back, and and it's it's not quite that easy. If you're gonna really get back, you're gonna work your way into the, you know, top thirty, top fifteen, top ten, whatever. I mean, you're gonna have to have a big, huge statistical improvement in a lot of areas. Ricky Fowler's a long way from that. Speaking of, of, of smoke and mirrors, was uh, Jordan Spieth's uh, great performance at Phoenix uh, smoke and mirrors, or was he uh, making a big, big step towards uh, being back? And we'll, uh, we'll we'll look at that next when uh, when we come back. Let me remind everyone to go to HaneyUniversity.com. Sign up for my free instructional uh, videos that go out on a daily basis. You can get those for absolutely free. Just register. And you can also uh, find some great deals on them. We've got some great uh, training aids, uh, putting aids, uh, great uh, putting mat, the, the same one that Dustin Johnson uses. That thing is, is a, a perfect putt. It's, it's fantastic. 
got a great range finder on there, the best pull cart there is, uh, and some other great training aids. You can find my new book there, uh, Lessons of a Lifetime, um, How to Play Better Golf Today. That is, uh, uh, you can get an autographed copy right there on uh, HaneyUniversity.com. So go there and check that out. All right, we'll be right back. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. All right, now Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth was on the lead going into the fourth round at the Phoenix Waste Management Open. Okay. Uh, hoping he was going to do good. I was hoping he was going to do good. I'm a big Jordan Spieth fan. I, I, I love his game. He, he is the ultimate uh, grinder, competitor, however you want to call it. On the PGA Tour. I mean, I just marvel at how incredibly competitive he is. He he never gives up. He gives 100% all the time. Uh, he is, he's, he's, he's absolutely amazing. I mean, just amazing. Now, he's on the lead. You know, Three-shot lead going into the last round, tied with Shoffley. And... Literally, he had hit two fairways the first day, 10 fairways the second day, six fairways the third day. Now, not, and not just that. I mean, the first round alone. In the first round, he had three shots in the desert and a, and, and a penalty shot. And you know how I always talk about penalty shots, two chips and three putts. I mean, that really, he ended up missing the playoff uh, by two shots with Kepka. 
And, you know, it was chipping out all over the place from the desert, uh, ball in the water on 17, ball in the water uh, the first day. I mean, I mean, you know, uh, penalty shots and, you know, you could just add them up and, and that, you know, that, that cost them the, the chance. Uh, stood on the first tee on Sunday. And a lot of people were, you know, I had friends text me, where do you think Spieth's first ball is going to go? And I'm like, oh, boy. I mean, who knows? Uh, and and sure enough, he sends it just straight right. I mean, almost out of bounds. It's like a hybrid off the tee. And, and, and you know, for somebody that's going from the driving range to the first tee, I mean, usually, you know, by the time you warm up, you got a little something you're going with, something you're thinking about. Uh, and you've got something figured out that can get the ball kind of in play on the first hole, maybe the first couple holes, and then things start kind of slip sliding away. But when you stand on that first tee and you just about send it out of bounds, I mean, that's just a, that, that's not a, not a good sign. Ends up shooting 72 in the, uh, you know, final round. I mean, it, and it, you know, it, it was, frankly, it was pretty good just to be that. It really, it, it really was. Uh, is he back? Oh boy! I mean, he he finished the week first in strokes gained approach shot to green, which is remarkable considering the fact that for the players that made the cut, he was the worst off the tee, the worst, sixty uh, fourth off the tee. I think sixty four guys make. He was sixty four worst off the tee, and first. With his uh, approach shots, I mean that strokes gained tee to green. He was tenth. I mean, a big part of strokes gained tee to green is is your, you know, off the tee game too, not not just your approach shots, but your off the tee game. And he ended up finishing tenth strokes gained tee to green after finishing sixty fourth off the tee. Uh, you know, he he putted. Great for the week. Finished thirteenth in putting. Didn't didn't have a, a a great day. Didn't make anything on Sunday, so that wasn't good. Made you know he he uh, made a putt. I think on the last hole that was it. Other than that, he hadn't made anything. But he did hold four putts over twenty five feet for the week. Uh, had a chip in on Saturday, so he did. He, you know he he put a lot of good stuff together. But but if you've got if you're gonna hold four putts over twenty five feet and have a chip in. Uh, and you know, finished first in strokes gained approach shot to the green, and you know, you, you, you that's still not good enough to win, and it's all because of the driving. Uh, you know, you you got a, I mean, you got an issue. I mean, you just you just do. Now, his tied for fourth at Phoenix. That was his his best finish. You have to go all the way back to 2019, the PGA, where he tied for third. Uh, you know, but it's a good step in the right direction. I mean, they're talking on TV. He's going to, he's going to gain a bunch of confidence and he will. I mean, I'm not saying he's not, but you also have to look at it from the other side and you look at it and think, okay, if you hit, you know, six, eight, I don't know how many balls he hit in the desert, 10 balls in the desert. You hit 10 balls in the desert and you're able to finish the tournament first and strokes gained approach shot to the green. I mean, he he did have to chip one out sideways on, on uh, I think it was number 11 on the last day. But for the most part, when he hit it in the desert, you know, he, he got lucky, he got fortunate, and he actually could play it out of there and hit the shot, you know, on the green. I, that's not going to happen all the time. I mean, you send you send it in the desert every time, you know, the, in the next tournament, and you're going to come up with some unplayable eyes a, a bunch and more chip outs. I mean, that's just the, the way it works. I mean, if 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 today you hit three in the desert and and they all work out okay, uh, tomorrow you hit three in the desert, the odds are they're all not going to work out okay. So so that that driving is is a concern. I mean, you look statistically, Jordan Spieth's two hundred nineteenth strokes gained off the tee. I mean, that's one of the worst on tour. I mean, that's just a 
horrible statistic. He's improved a ton. This last week, he went from 198 strokes gained tee to green to 136. I, I hear him talking about his swing. How he's talking about, you know, I'm trying to be smooth. And, and, and that leads me to believe that something's happening at impact that doesn't feel good. There's some kind of a disturbance in there. Uh, right before impact, and he's trying to counter it by trying to be smooth through the golf ball. Uh, that's a difficult way to 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 do it. Uh, I'm not I'm not sold on him back. It's nice that he he, he had a, a good tournament. I you know, and it's a yeah, is it a step in the right direction? But you know, all these these commentators act like you just you just turn it around. It's just like the flip of a switch. And what really needs to happen is long-term statistical improvement. And Jordan Spieth is a player that in 2017, he was second strokes gained tee to green. 2019, he was 157th. 2020, he was 90th. This year, 198th until last week, and then he improved all the way down to 136. But 136 is just, you know, for somebody that used to be number or was number one in the world, that's not great. Uh, as good as he putted last week, he's he, it only got him to 80th in the in the yearly ranking for strokes gained putting. That's a, a statistic. Uh, still, still a lot of three putts, although he limited them. Uh, I think to to one or uh, at Phoenix, which is which is very good compared to how he's he's been doing. You know, he's a hundredth in driving distance. That's never gonna he's never gonna, you know, be the longest hitter. His wedge play, two hundred and twenty-fourth from fifty to one hundred and twenty-five yards, not great. Uh, he, he, good step in the right direction, but uh, you know, I I I'd, I'd hold on to the to the horses. Uh I it looks to me like, you know, a lot of what happened at Phoenix was him one, stepping in the right direction. Uh, but two, uh, you know, making the most out of it, which he's good at doing. I mean, there's no two ways about that. He can he can do that, and uh, he's he's somebody that I cheer for, uh, and I hope he gets to keep hitting it better and better and better. I was watching him on the drive range warming up one day, and I'm, you know, it's it's hard to it's hard to figure out what he's got going on you know it's kind of like what i talked about with with ricky fowler i mean jordan speed always had you know he had a funny looking grip you know his backswing was a little laid off kind of chicken winged it with his left arm through the ball and he hit the ball great he hit the ball great and i in this once again it's a danger when you when you have something that works yeah you're better off not messing with it. Now, most people who play the game don't have anything that works. And I would say, you know, if you want to if you want to improve, you got to try to get more fundamentally correct. But when you're a professional and you have something that works and it's not, you know, quote unquote textbook, you change that and unless, you know, whoever's helping you change that really knows what the heck they're doing and you've got a lot of patience and Spieth has it. He's got the patience. But, boy, it's just, you know, things can, can go the wrong way and, and uh, it's hard to, hard to get, it, get it back. So, I, 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 you know, I, I'd have left the chicken wing along, alone. I'd have left the grip alone. I left it all alone. I mean, listen. He was second in strokes gained tee to green. What, what's what's wrong with that? There's one person better than you, but that was a long time ago. Now, you know, what happens is you get lost, and you and now you got to try and put it back together, and you got to climb the mountain. The great thing for Jordan Spieth is he has the mental fortitude and the attitude that will allow him to climb back up the mountain. Most players, when they've been at the top of the mountain, they – they're not interested in in the climb back up. I mean, they just aren't. It's just it's just you know they 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 love to compete. They love to play. They want to be in the last group on Sunday. They don't want to have to climb the mountain one step at a time. Spieth has the the attitude and the mentality to do it. I mean, he has the the, the attitude, the mentality to make the climb up the mountain again uh, and enjoy it. He does. He enjoys the the challenge. Uh, and, and he can he could do it. I mean, it, it could it could happen. 
But if it's going to happen, it's he's got to he's got to figure out how he can hit a tee ball. That's the bottom line. When your percentage is at forty six point six seven, that's his driving accuracy percentage. Two hundred thirty sixth on tour. That that's that's the worst on tour. Two hundred thirty sixth. Uh, his distance from the edge of the fairway, he's 211th in that category. I mean, that's not only is he not hitting the fairway, he's, he's, he's not even close to the fairway when he misses. When you're at 46.67%, you have to take into account that that's counting fairways where you hit irons off the tee, fairways where you hit hybrids off the tee, fairways where you hit three woods off the tee. I mean, if you're at 46%, you're probably hitting the fairway with your driver, I mean, maybe like two or three times out of 10, honestly, to get to that 46%. I mean, that's probably what because you're hitting more fairways with your irons for sure. You know, there's at least one whole week where you hit iron off the tee or a three-wood or a hybrid or something. You know, multiple holes, probably four holes a week where you hit hit something other than driver on the PGA Tour. Uh, and, and you would think that, that, you know, of those holes where you hit four four drives and you, you got to figure you're going to hit three of those in the fairway, you should. I mean, if you're a, a, a touring pro, you're going to hit three of those in the fairway. So how many are you hitting in the fairway when you're hitting a driver? And not many if you're at 40, 46%. That's the thing. And, and until he, he shows some ability – uh, to put the ball in play, uh, this is it, it's it's going to be a little it, it's going to be hit and miss. It just is. And it's nice to have a step in the right direction, but uh, I'm not uh, I'm not ready to announce uh, he he's he's back back either. Although he did make a huge jump in the world golf rankings because he went from uh, where was he? It was like a 89th or something or 90th. He was 92nd and he went to 69th. So it was a good jump for him. At least he's headed in the right direction. And you know what? He's a great guy. He's great for golf. The buzz in the golf world that Jordan Spieth had a chance was uh, that was pretty good. That was good. That was that was cool. I mean, I, you know, and somebody said, you know, the, the two people that uh, people really like to watch are uh, – you know, Tiger and and Jordan Spieth. So, so a lot of people are rooting for him. I am too. I love. I, I, I uh, I'm a huge Jordan Spieth fan. So we'll we'll see. But uh, I don't know. I think we got a ways to go. Some of the some of the game is 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 great, and people will harp on this. You know, is Sunday scoring average? I mean that that doesn't. You know that that doesn't that doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, Saturday scoring average, Sunday scoring average. It just means to me that. Well, here's what it really means: is that Jordan Spieth's an incredible competitor. He grinds it out to make the cut when he has, oftentimes, not much of anything in the in terms of a game. He'll make the cut and use up so much energy doing it that he doesn't have anything for the weekend, and it finally catches up to him. And you know what? Based on how many fairways he is hitting, that's kind of what happened on Sunday uh, at Phoenix. I mean, it just. You know, when you hit two fairways, six, uh, ten, and six, uh, you you know you better hit it. You know, he he needed to hit some fairways on Sunday if he was going to have a chance because Sunday's tougher. There's no two ways about that. Uh, but he hit five fairways on Sunday, and and you're you're going to get some some of those good breaks you had. They're going to even out after uh, three days of being in the desert. The last day in the desert, all of a sudden you're you're going to have some sideways shots you got to play, and then you couple couple that with the fact that uh, you know water. Well, you know he hit in the water on. Uh, I mean, he hit in the water on 16 or 15. Hit the water on 17. It's a lot of penalty shots, and hit the water on on uh, the, the first day as well. Boy, oh boy, penalty shots. That easily cost them. I just keep it in play. Just not take a penalty shot. He had won that golf tournament. But that's easier said than done when you don't know where your driver's going. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But it's it's. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't place the big bets on uh, him being all the way back yet. But a good step in the right direction for sure. At least at least he had something going. 
All right, uh, that's my analysis for today. And we'll be back in tomorrow on the Hank Haney Podcast. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Hank Haney. Uh, email your questions to hankhaneygolf at outlook.com. Remember, voodoopainrelief.com for your free two-week supply of voodoo pain relief cream, uh, free video uh, instruction, uh, my tips that go out uh, every day. You can get those at uh, haneyuniversity.com. Uh, and hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app so you can get my podcast every day. And uh, here's some uh, great golf analysis, uh, at least great in my opinion. Hopefully you enjoy it. Uh, my book, How to Play Better Golf Today, is also available. New book, uh, autographed copies, Lessons of a Lifetime. That's available at HaneyUniversity.com as well. Hope everybody has a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, stay safe and stay healthy. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.